0: It's the Dad Pants Podcast, and I'll tell you something. If there's something that the Dad Pants Podcast likes, it's Dads with Pants. And I think I've got one on the line here, Monty. Hello.
1: Yeah, I am. You caught me at a pantsed time occasionally with, you know, the lockdowns. There are unpantsed times.
0: Well, I prefer to imagine that you would put pants on to have a conversation with me. That makes me feel comfortable just assuming that.
1: Can I ask you a question? When you to be
0: a short podcast if you don't.
1: <laughs> Sorry. Um, when you think of dad pants, let's go non metaphorical here, just practical. What do you think is the most dad of pant you can have?
0: Oh, I I think the ill fitting cargo short. That's why I would pick Ooh, that yeah, for the one. show's artwork. The um, yep, the yeah, ill fitting. Like the ill More of a dad cargo. short. Well, look, pants. In my mind, pants are long and short. I don't, I don't make any distinction there. If others do, that's on non-discriminatory. Map. That's their problem to deal yep. with. But I, th- I think you can't really beat uh, a kind of, like a tan-coloured cargo short,
1: oh, lovely. with,
0: with preferably with a kind of tight polo shirt tucked into it, that's really sticking to the gut tight.
1: That yeah, upsettingly so. Can I suggest also in this fair country of ours that a lovely, inappropriate kind of worn pair of footy shorts? Like you shouldn't be wearing footy shorts now, it's dinner time, but it's like no I'm still wearing footy shorts. That feels very dad panty. Mm, Yeah, yeah, I
0: suppose down your bogan end of the dad scale, but I mean we could yeah, we could divvy the dads up into into kind of subgenres if you wanted to, but you know, if I I was subgenres of dad is great. Well, yeah, I mean, you can have an upper-class daggy dad versus a real chavvy dad, you know? Chav
1: dad. Chav dad. Well, there are chav dads too. (laughs) That's good.
0: So what are you rocking then? Are you still trying to to wear funky trousers?
1: Well, I had a thought the other day, actually. Tell him I was messaging you to fuck off. No, it's annoying, isn't it? Like, what am I supposed to fucking do here?
0: I'll just turn the turn your phone to silent.
1: Um, what? Okay. So when I was asking about pants, I had a bit of a like a shower thought the other day. I was thinking about the term slacks. You know, men wear pants called slacks, right? And it's relatively. I know what they mean when you say slacks, but it encompasses a couple of different types of pant. I would say. Um, do you think slacks is a backlash to tights?
0: That's not a bad thought. I- yeah, you're right. We, why haven't I questioned the etymology of slacks before?
1: Right? Yeah. And I mm. came up with maybe back in the day that was not your tights, you had your slacks.
0: Well, yeah, one of the, those big kind of uh, 18th century pantaloons maybe. Are they? Ooh, yeah, is yeah. that where slacks came from maybe? Maybe because they were very slack. Yeah, they were. They were you're exceedingly so. Fit a leg of lamb in there. Yes. Well, we're being um, very literal today. Just, just talking about pants, pretty much from the get go.
1: That's all right. Sometimes some some people have probably come here wanting pant talk, yeah. not knowing it's about. And they've waited <laughs> months
0: thinking, for it, and here it is. Yeah, right. Yeah,
1: thinking it's a pant right
0: pod, now. but knowing knowing. Like two weeks ago, they're going. I'm going to give it one more episode. They don't talk <laughs> about pants in this one. I'm done. Yeah, I'm out. Tell me some baby stuff because you. You came back to the pod last week, but we only kind of really scratched the surface with your experience over the first few weeks. How how are things going at the moment?
1: Yeah, mate, they're going well. Um, She's grown up and we keep going through different phases where something that'll work one night won't work the next night. We've um, we've hit a bit of a a bad run of evenings. She seems Mm. to um, not feel the greatest from, say, six through to about midnight. We think it's a bit of gas-related stuff. We think right. there's, you know, a few other things going on. But she'll generally kind of do a bit of a cry unless she's being directly held. Okay. Um, yeah, do, yeah. Do you remember that kind of phase? You oh, got any tips on that? For sure. Well, I think I've talked about previously
0: the shush pat. Yeah, shush pat. Really... Good. I've
1: used and it's worked. It's yeah. Good.
0: That's really the only weapon we had in our arsenal. To be to be perfectly honest.
1: Can I tell um, you, I don't know if we talked about this when we talked about the shush pad, do you? but do you know why shush is a sound that babies like? Uh, yeah, I think it's
0: because it, it reminds them of the sound of the blood rushing around their head while it they're is in the womb. Yeah.
1: That's exactly it, yeah, which I think was quite interesting. It, it's,
0: and, you know, and the, the pat, the rhythmic pat, would be the heartbeat, I'm imagining, heartbeat. for the mother.
1: And that's why it's on their butt because that's where their butt would have been, closer to the heartbeat. Yes, right,
0: yeah. No, it does make sense, but, um, yeah, I suppose by that token, then when you go to put the child down and stop patting, they suddenly are terrified that their mother's just passed away.
1: Exactly, yeah. The lack of pat could mean anything for them. <laughs> lack of shush sound means, you know, all yeah, the blood in the world has right. stopped. Um, you know what I have been interested by, and this has been been a cool addition to my life, is white noise, right? Mm. So everyone's all on a white on about your baby needs a bit of white noise to sleep so we got given as a gift from um, some family members uh, an awesome white noise machine called the hatch right it's got some cool lights and it's you can control it by a phone and you got all these options of different white noise Mm -hmm. and so like there's a nice rushing river there's um there's a kind of foresty bird sound yeah she unfortunately her favorite one is the one that sounds like a um a washing machine and it's like we i have a washing machine <laughs> i could have just put that on but it's like I, what we've been doing is um Lindsay and i have put Lindsay them on have bad bird.
0: guts or something while that was going on <laughs> that's that's the most reassuring sound for the day <laughs>
1: um and uh it's been really affecting my dreams and my evening, especially all if we right. have the rainy one on. I'll, I'll dream that I'm like in a forest and wake up and think yeah, it's so raining.
0: You're having a lot of dreams, you're working a dry cleaner or something.
1: Exactly what I was getting at. Yeah, the dry cleaner <laughs> ones just are kind of bit boring. It's like, well, what have I done slept in the dry <laughs> cleaner again? I'm just
0: doing some admin out the back, like doing, <laughs> totting up yeah. some invoices and.
1: <laughs> So no, it's been a fun thing. The white noise. Did you? Did you? Well, I I was on on the internet, right? And I was looking up white noise stuff, um, getting tips, and I found this one guy offering a tip. He said, um, "Don't bother paying for a white noise machine. Get a microphone, record water running, Mm. loop it up on your computer, and Mm. burn that to CD." And play that on a thing, and I was like, "What? This doesn't sound." And then I looked at it; he'd written the article in 2006. I was gonna say, I was like, <laughs> "We've got <I'm> far <laughs> more right, advanced." Go like, to eBay,
0: my... find a CD player <laughs> yeah, from exactly 20 years ago. Yeah,
1: yeah, um, but I, I thought that was a good idea. But my phone'd do, you know, a billion times better these days.
0: Yeah, no, i I made I made some songs for Dylan because he, yeah. he was a restless cool. sleeper as well so I would just get a lot of that kind of baby piece peaceful music I think I got I thought I bought some off iTunes at the time
1: Wow um,
0: and just made i just I got in and edited up like really long tracks that kind of flowed into each other so there was it was hopefully correlating with what a good sleep pattern would be. Yes, but so uh, not so much just straight-up white noise but kind of all the kind of stereotypical peaceful music that you, you know, people would go to sleep to. Um, there is an issue with, like, he did get addicted to <laughs> having music playing while he was trying to sleep and pretty much... I heard that that's feel. an
1: issue. Should I worry about that, do you think? Maybe no white noise? Well, I don't know.
0: It depends, it, but, like... It depends if it is an issue, really. Um, Yeah, that's a, yeah. But he only, he could, he would probably pretty much, and he's nearly 10 now, but up maybe two years ago, he would start phasing, he was phasing out, he would listen to music every night. And Um,
1: required a live orchestra, right, too. That would have got expensive for you guys.
0: (laughs) Well, it just, it's, he was a massive fan of, tea party the tea party the canadian oh, band actually so really listeners might know it yeah, um, i know the tea party that's a bit heavier than
1: i would have thought for a sleeping baby
0: well not a baby this is when he was kind of this is older this is when still addicted to having music but taste regular child changing. yeah <laughs> okay, nice and my wife and i kind of bonded over liking that band early on so it, Played around our house a, a fair bit when he was younger, so well that's nice. Um, but yeah, he just would play tea party quite a lot, trying to go to sleep. Um, Interesting. Yeah.
1: Now, is so that I, don't that know, bad I don't know. I don't
0: know night? if that's good. But like he's, you know, he he sleeps now without it. So obviously you can transition to not using it. But I don't know whether it was just kind of stubbornness on his part, or whether he felt he he really needed it all that time.
1: I bet he longs for it.
0: Well, he reckons he doesn't like tea party now, so.
1: Whoa, that's a bit of a kick in the ghoulies, isn't it?
0: Oh look, he used to he love a, this tea party. Had kick. A, he had a solid four or five years straight of listening to it, so. Yeah, it's um, enough tea party for anyone, I would think. You know, he's, now, 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 he just, name? now he just likes songs he hears on YouTube videos.
1: Uh, that's all yeah, lyrics, really. Yeah, I get that. Um, The Tea Party, is Mm. their name based on the American kind of start of the Civil War? Uh, Not Civil War, the uh, War of Independence?
0: I don't know that I've ever found out, but I would suspect it would be more Alice in Wonderland related.
1: Oh, yeah, not um, Boston Tea Party. Not not Boston style. Yeah, okay, fair. No, that makes sense for a Canadian band. Um, (laughs) There's been a lot of of reggae around our house. Um, Kids seem to dig bloody heavy dub and reggae which is good kids as it's do. something we listen to yeah yeah because it's i was reading about it it's the, the kind of the chords and the beat reggae kind of really resonates with young kids so right. which is good for us because we love a bit of reggae so it's been pumping around the house
0: yeah yeah so i think yeah maybe just for your own sanity maybe mix the white noise up with some other gear yeah uh, nice particularly if you, i mean your baby sleeps in the same room as you right
1: uh, yes, yeah, baby sleeps in the same yeah. room currently,
0: yeah. Well, depending on how long that goes for, you might want a bit of variety yourself, you know. Yeah, fair, fair you play. Might not want, you might not want to work in a laundromat every night for the next year or so.
1: Well, I did look into a bit of stuff which interested me because the, um, the white-nose machine is connected to the, the Bluetooth, not the Wi-Fi, thank God, because I've read some horror stories about people kind of tuning into your baby's thing and, and you know, telling them scary things. <gasps> What whispering you, to them in the night? Yeah, Satan what stuff. The f- yeah, exactly. Isn't that creepy?
0: Yeah. Well, so uh, hang on, hang on. How does this work? People, people wandering the streets looking for Wi-Fi they can hack into.
1: Well, no. I think this is more from a distance. There's apparently, you know, if you can get into a Wi-Fi. I'm no, I'm no hacker.
0: No, no, no. But oh, but like but- <laughs> you, the radio waves, they can you can tune into.
1: Well, no. I think you can do it from you. your, from your. A house, yeah. I don't think it's the proximity, but like a lot of these modern things are connected to the internet. It's that whole the internet of things, and you can hack into them. I saw a story the other day about a um, now <laughs> this might be a bit blue for our regular podcast, but a man had a um, a chastity device, shall we say? Mm. Um, well, why it was
0: that's the opposite of blue.
1: Good point. Why it was connected to the internet, I, I'll never know. But um, it was connected to the internet. He put oh, it on. Sorry. He got... Go on.
0: Well, wouldn't the point of that... Be obvious? Perhaps his partner is somewhere else and the, his partner gets a little message if he's taken the chastity belt up.
1: Ding, 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 ding. Hang there on. There you go. I reckon you're absolutely there's, right. There's trouble yeah, that kind of thing. What's this? Well, so he's got a text, uh, an email from a hacker saying, I've locked your chastity device. <laughs> Pay me... Pay me this much money or, or you'll never, never get it off in more ways than one. So, um, oh, nice. Yeah, Pretty yeah. Good. So that's, that's a bit of a worry.
0: Right. But, What's um, one of the funds? He's just got to go up with a sledgehammer.
1: Exactly. What are you going to do? Yeah. You know? we need, yeah, so beware the internet of things.
0: Beware it's, the internet um, of things. That's our takeaway yeah. message. That's, uh, I imagine being a person. Can I'm with there with you. Baby's Wi-Fi. And whispering awful things to them in the night
1: but isn't that terrible yeah oh,
0: just bizarre well on that note should we maybe check in with the pants panel i know they're keen to see how you're going as i said we only kind of just dabbled a little bit with how you've been so i'm sure they want to hear more about your dating journey shall we go and talk to them would love to Well, it's a crazy old world. There's lots happening in it. Not a huge percentage of it pleasant at the moment. You know, the COVID stuff, that's hard to ignore. Global warming. It's being universally acknowledged this week that uh, that we've pretty much reached 1.5 degree. There's just no coming back from that. What 1.5 degree global raise in, in average temperature. That's just happening. But what can you do? Well, you can listen to podcasts, I suppose. And you've chosen to. Hey, it's the Pants Podcast. Or should I say it's the Crazy Dad Comedy Hour. Let's bring back that from last week. And one of the pants panels missing again. It's a different one this time. Everyone's had a crack. Um, you're going through rotation, yeah. <laughs> it's not, I don't, it's not a roster, fellas. You can all turn up. It's all good. Ben's missing, but Matt and Richard here. Hello, boys. Hello. Hello. Before we get into other planned dad-related gear, Monty, you were just bitching to me before the record about
1: canned beer. You got more to say about that? Yeah, sure. I got a beer for the record because um, yeah, that's what you do. You have a drink. I've, you're, I've a you're a dad.
2: You're yeah, a dad, and you're your doing dad. a podcast.
1: Oh, mate, I've got actually so much to go into this. You know where I got the beer from? I got the beer from a fridge in my garage, which I just had like the now. instinct to move mm. out there before the baby was born. We have a fridge mm. in the house as well. But my wife was saying to me today, is that a dad? That's a dad thing, right? Like a garage fridge that you garage can Garage oh, fridge is very I, dad.
0: I, I, I've had one in a previous house and I am I miss it all the time. Oh, it's, not, fucking, not, it's great. Not that my inside fridge is overflowing, but just having an outside fridge is is a nice feeling.
2: Yeah, it's either got beer in it or it's got pavlova. <laughs> <laughs> and Christmas ham. A
0: Christmas, and Christmas,
3: time. Christmas ham. ham. Yeah, Christmas Christmas ham right. it's, the, it's the ham fridge.
1: I've got a lot of frozen meat out there Whoa. too. Well, That's you good. are doing well. Oh, you're Dad. Dogs, yeah, yeah. But so what you're I was really saying about it. the beers was I went to grab myself a beer because one of the things with having an outdoor fridge is it gives you more – kind of impetus to buy more beer so I've been Mm. buying different beers just thinking well I can put them in the fridge and I'll have them there when I so I grabbed a beer and I'm drinking it and I was just thinking how stupid beer cans look these days there's too many (laughs) like like what happened to just a good looking kind of like a even a vb can let's say it's pretty simple you know what it is it doesn't have pictures of devils and kind of like weird things on it like when did that suddenly become what you had to do
3: when you had a crowded marketplace, I think yeah. is the answer to that one. Like when you're back in the day, there was two and there was Carlton and you yeah. chose one or the other, you're a VB man or you're a twoies twoies draft. Man. And yeah. That was what you did. And that E's new or yeah, even back to the old, yeah, two 2.2. Yeah.
0: That was a win. And anyone came in with a Foster's, they got pantsed and laughed out of the room.
1: <laughs> what about a good old KB kids beer. I haven't Ooh, I haven't had one of them in a while. KB? Yeah,
0: but it's yeah. not just a crowded market. It's a it's a crowded hip crowded hipster market. Let's face it, hipsters yeah, yeah. making craft beer, trying to out fancy each other. That got a good reaction. All right,
1: I had to burp off mic. I was going to react, but then I stopped for a second to move. <laughs> well, and that, that's Mike one excuse burp. out of three. Uh, well, that's the problem with these beers. You see, the old beers didn't make you burp. That's a big big call. It's a lie. it was a blatant <laughs> lie. They they sure did. I um I like the hockey
0: beers, the patio ale.
1: Yeah. One for the country. Yeah, they yeah. did well lashing like, so- you know, on to him to make a beer.
0: Well, absolutely, but it is kind of it's retro, but not too retro hipsterish. It's like acceptably retro,
1: if that makes a sense. It makes sense. I think F- Filter from Marrickville make a good looking beer um, can because it, it looks very kind of it's very simple and from mm. that kind of older older style.
0: All right. Well, we've fished for sponsorships long enough, haven't we? Sorry, there is just something
3: very particularly special about going into a pub where there is no. Craft option, and you go and have a schooner, or a VB, or a pint of VB, and yes. it's it is an incredible tasting beverage. Like there's so much comes back as soon as you, that frosty frosty yep. amber hits the back of your throat. It's like I'm 18 again, but
0: now I'm loving the beers, and it's just it's fantastic. Yeah, you know, I think I got swept away by all the fanciness of modern day beers because I just I used to love a bloody Carlton draft on tap.
3: Colton Draft. Colton Draft. Yeah. That's what I mean. You go back to them and they're they're good beers. They're they're tasty. They're clean. They're they are good they just they hit the spot i think especially after you've been doing something manual Bit of hard, hard yakka
2: absolutely Bit of hard There's yakka i think yeah, you yeah, you yeah.
3: want to yeah. no know nonsense beer and that's yeah. when you get stuck in the
2: best that. beer i ever drank was i don't know if any of you were there was on dangar island
0: oh yeah at the bowling club yes no. that
2: dangar island i know, I know what you're talking where about we yeah where we dug we we for some reason went to a mate's house and there was a bowling club and mm. somehow we all got roped into digging up the bowling club wow this sounds yeah, like we one spent, of those great
1: mates stories. <laughs> we got yeah, broken.
2: we just spent a couple. There was quite a few of us too, and we spent a couple of hours mm-hmm. literally just digging up a bowling club. And then when we, it was a really hot day, and when we finished, they said, come and get all the beers you want. And I just remember drinking that first sip of beer, just being like tr- terrific. Yeah. But I also remember being so knackered that I couldn't, no one really drank more than one beer because they <laughs> were probably dehydrated.
1: Yeah. I think um, that feeling of, I I still play um, soccer on Saturdays, not during COVID, but that first beer that you kind of, you probably should drink more water, but you've gone to the pub with mates and you replenish with beer. Mm. It is the best tasting beer you'll have, but it's also the worst affecting one. About half an hour later, I'm like, I have, you know, completely replaced all the liquid in my body with beer now. And I feel horrible.
2: That nice headache.
1: Yeah. Yeah, Real headachey vibes.
3: The post lawn mowing beer. Mm. Post lawn mowing. Oh, that's, that's a good beer. beer. That's, yes. a, that's, 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 that's a have to have beer. Like that's yeah. just. A, I won't mow the lawn unless I've got a six pack in the fridge. Like, <laughs>
0: that's,
3: I, that's I can't great. do it.
2: That's Ellis, Ellis. puts his he he he's got a cool guardy safe, and he puts his in water <laughs> yeah. because it just it's even better after that's mowing it. the lawn. Right. Get it out. Yeah.
0: You know that maybe um, uh, Rich is doing Dry July or something if you've got the tree in his front yard. <laughs> <I forget laughs> <one>. Any <laughs> anecdotes not beer-related? Or beer-related, I suppose, if you've got one.
2: Um, I just I just wanted to follow up. I listened to last week's uh, episode oh, yeah. uh, today, which was a delight. It's 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 sometimes nice to not be on the podcast so I can listen to it uh, with fresh ears and hear what it is. I have to say. Well, listen. And I, I know you,
0: you pants. You pants panel are wise, but you don't actually have to increase our listen numbers by taking turns no. not being here. And
2: no, that's true. I could listen to it anyway. Yes, that's true. <laughs> um, but I wanted just to to go over a few things that came up last week. Um, in particular, Ellis talking about uh, potty or toilet training his son. Yeah. So you were saying, Ellis, that he won't poop unless it's in a nappy.
0: Yeah. yeah, well, you've got a problem with our Western front solution, or well, you're just digging a trench. nappy with a hole.
2: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, no, with a hole. I I think it's you do have to do something like that, Alice. I think you have to be creative, so it's a the transition is 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 progressive, I guess, rather than just going from a nappy to not wearing a nappy. I remember when when my uh, daughter was young, she had the same problem. She would she we were potty training her, but she wouldn't. Unless she was in a nappy, she wouldn't poop. So, again, she she sounded like about the same age as George, where she was able to like actually talk to us. And weirdly, she wanted to put a nappy in the potty and poop on that. <laughs> that was like a transitional step,
1: as a and like a eventually. goodbye to nappies, mm. like a fuck you nappy. Yeah, I do know. I'm, I'm gonna shit on you nappy. <clears throat> Yeah, I guess. And then no, eventually it's just
0: gradually she... increasing the distance between fabric and anus.
2: Nice. <laughs> exactly yeah. right. Exactly right. And yeah. then eventually yeah. it was fine. Yeah. Um, the other bit of advice that I wanted to pass on, because I remember Wigo's lovely wife, Lindsay, telling us, probably at the same stage, was you know, when you get, you were saying it makes you angry. You get to that stage where it's really frustrating that they should be able to do it now, especially if they're like three, three and a half. And um, I remember Lindsay saying to me, "Just an aside, do do you know anyone our age that wears a nappy?" And I was like, <laughs> "What?" She's like, "Do you know any? Do you know anyone our age that wears a nappy?" And I was like, I "Don't think so." She said, "No, because everyone eventually doesn't poop in a nappy."
0: Yeah.
2: Um, and I was like, "Huh? Yeah, I guess. Yeah, bit of perspective of well, they'll get it. Yeah, but you have to buy. you yeah, buying there's a time pressure to do it moment. before
0: kindergarten." You don't want to be the only kid in kindergarten with a nappy, right? Yeah. (laughs) Well, you're not allowed to go to school. Yeah, right. Well, no,
3: you're not allowed you to yeah, go to school. It's great for not them in. But he sounds like he could probably
2: hold on all day at school too.
3: Well, yeah, and we've, we've had a rough week. We've had the squirts this week, mm. so this has been a bit oh, of a... No. There's no. There's no way we're worrying about that this week. <laughs> all right.
0: It. Well, hopefully there's not <laughs> going to be some sort of World War One recreation happening at your school soon. <laughs> Otherwise it's... <laughs> well, it would be
1: rather accurate with the squirts, though, with, I would, know, Absolutely. It going would. around, you know, that's, yeah.
0: Yeah. <laughs> well, I suppose they'll get in top marks.
1: I had a bit of a daddy. joke.
0: Dysentery. It's not really a daddy.
1: Yes, dysentery is funny. I had a bit of a daddy joke. It's not really a daddy joke, but I feel that my Who wife. Who are you to bring anecdotes in? Oh, that's right. Oh, Sorry. yes, remember. Yeah. Um, it's not even a dadic joke, but I just feel this whole week I have been outdadded by my wife. She Ooh. has become obsessed with a new app on her phone. Mm. And it was very reminiscent to me of our love and my continuing love of weather apps. Um, She has developed during, you know, uh, her maternity leave and COVID, being stuck at home, an utter obsession with her flight tracker app. So whenever something flies over our head, whether it be a helicopter or anything, she's gone for two minutes just on her phone looking up and then going, you know, that one's going to Perth, that one's going to Darwin. Oh, (laughs) Oh, wow. That feels like something I should be doing. That's
0: pretty good. Yeah. Yeah. Well, that that feels like something I should be doing. Was it called Flight Tracker?
1: Flight Tracker. There's one and just whenever there's something going over, it'll tell you and you can go. She was showing me today. She gave me a good 10-minute rundown. She, like, you can go up on the map and she went over to like America and she's like, look at all these planes over here. Look, can you believe to fly from Atlanta to Seoul, you go this way? And I was like,
0: (laughs) isn't this just a recipe for all day FOMO though?
1: Yeah, a lot of that. But I think it started with helicopters. She was like, there's been a bit of helicopter action (laughs) around our area. (laughs) Okay. In fact, this was quite an amazing thing. Um, there's a park just up from my house, um, about a block away, a quite large oval, and a helicopter landed on it this week. We're still unsure why. Um, it was a medical helicopter, so we're guessing something that way, but we're quite close to a hospital. I don't, I don't know what happened, but you could just see the helicopter getting closer to our house, and then it kind of went a bit further over and then stopped and was done for four hours and then took off again. Why doesn't your wife know what happened? She, oh, yeah. yeah, she, um, she then looked at it and said, "Yeah, I can tell you what the helicopter is, but we don't know anything other than that. <laughs> don't know
2: the reason."
3: Yeah, yeah I love, no love when she gets to the stage where she doesn't actually need the app anymore. Yeah. She just goes. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's uh, ten o'clock to Japan. <laughs> J- JQ thirty seven to <laughs> Gold Coast, yeah.
2: yeah, that's right. What's that one? <laughs> is, it, is it wrong of me to suggest that Monty? There's a term for that when your wife is doing dad things and you. With the app, is it, uh well, this is a bad pun coming, but i got a word. it. Is it a map escalated?
1: Yeah, that's pretty good. Yeah, I see where you are yeah. with that. A maps. Can we go with that? Yeah, I get yeah. Um, I think it doesn't, your pun doesn't include the plainness of the app enough. If it was oh. just a map app, that'd be fine. A map's plane tracker escalated. Does that work? <laughs> yeah, no, that's it. Then we'll yeah, there that. we go. That
2: rolls off the tongue too. <laughs> yeah. We'll get bumper stickers made.
1: <laughs> uh, yes. So that was my yeah. That's been you know, killing me a bit because now But yeah. outdated. Obviously, obviously, I can't yeah. tell her, but I'm going to get the app secretly and start looking at all sorts of plain shit. So,
2: I mean, that's a good question. Maybe for next week, we can work out where where have you been outdated by your significant other? Yeah, that's please
1: great. write right into the podcast, please. Yeah, tell us if right you've been in. outdated.
0: And also, what kind of out mumming can we do as retribution?
1: Nice. Mm. Oh, well, that's perfect because today I I didn't out-mum her, but today was a big milestone for me. It was the first day I fed baby August with a bottle. Mm. We just tried it at home as a kind of if we need to do this in the future, it'll work. Yeah. And so I yeah. felt quite mm-hmm. like a mother and kind of got in touch with my motherly instincts and stuff like that. Okay. Mm. I don't need her at all anymore. <laughs> <laughs> I said that. I literally said that straight away. She said, where would you get that milk? And I said, yeah. <laughs>
0: <laughs> so um, we wanted to revisit the uh, sport conversation we we're having.
2: Yeah, I want. I just wanted to to check in. We talked a lot about sport and what kind of sport dad we were, or or how other dads can go a bit, um, or what other parents really can go a bit feral when they're supporting their kids. But the, the question I wanted to pose was, what do you? How do you handle it, or do you and your partner? have different attitudes when it comes to the kids coaches Mm. um so when the when the coaches get angry at, at both the girls whether it's in basketball or soccer it tends to make both my girls upset and then they come home and then they say that their coach shouted at them um or was really angry and then my wife will be you know, well, that's not very nice. Like they shouldn't be shouting at you, making you feel like that. And in the back of my mind, I'm always thinking, eh, well, they kind of deserved it. Um, <laughs> you know, they weren't playing very well. But anyway, like my youngest thinks the coach is shouting at when he's saying, no, well, you got to run, like that kind of thing, not actually being angry. But mm. the other thing is too that the, the, <laughs> the coaches. Is-
0: it's cut through because mm. the kids are often, you know, off in their own world sometimes while playing the sport, mm-hmm. or you know that you're trying to cut over the top of other people yelling. So yes, it can sound angry, even though you're <laughs> the coach is just attempting to be the loudest voice. I guess.
2: Yeah, exactly. And, and Noel, especially in soccer, just at the start was like he's always angry, and I was like he's never angry. He's a really good coach, and he's never yeah. angry, and he's very patient. But to her, it's probably the loudest anyone's talked to her. With Violet, the the issue is so. You know, like Justine was you know, getting a bit riled up about the coach, but Violet's last two coaches have been sixteen and seventeen years old. Right. Um so my, my question is like how do you cope? Have you have your kids had or like can you remember when you were a kid having coaches who were a bit fiery? And how did you handle that? Do you think it's worthwhile? Do you think it makes the kids play better?
1: Is it part of it? Um I think it could be a worrying sign of this generation that, you know, there are certain people that are supposed to yell at you and, you know, (laughs) you kind of like, and like coaches coaches and principals and like that's one of them. And so what you were talking about reminded me of like how do you deal with it. When I was, I think it was under, I want to say like under 14 soccer, something like that, we had a coach called Fergal. Fergal was a, yeah, Fergal Fergal was an (laughs) Irish, Irish builder. (laughs) Who had, um, he loved football and had kind of applied to coach our local team, right? And so it was coaching under 14s, Div 2 or whatever we were, right? Fergal would just have three or four Guinnesses before training. Say yeah. instead of training, we're going to have a game. He would make the teams and put the best kids on his team and then just play a game and like totally destroy oh, just murder kids. everyone, right? Murder everyone, and <laughs> right, then flog but, them. All right, but listen to this it was amazing. Whatever Fergal did got us further than we'd ever been. We got to the grand final that year, and the best part the week before the grand final, week before the semi actually, the week before the semi final, Fergal got deported. So we were without a coach for the final two games of the season and we lost in the grand final because there was no Fergal, right? So, yeah. yeah what, what,
0: what was the kind of mean team feeling towards Fergal though?
1: Loved him. More like a kind of like, wow, look how good he is. He's so, and also he was very dirty when he'd play us in those games. Like yeah, that's a what much I, larger, I... larger man, he'd really kind of like really give it to you. But it made you want to play better.
0: I didn't imagine him being four Guinnesses down and, you know, being dainty with everyone. No, no.
2: It made you... wrinkle yeah. toes on the field, yeah. yeah. <laughs> so, sorry,
1: any any knowledge on why he got deported? Um, was Drinking four Guinnesses? I think he was here illegally. <laughs> I don't think he was supposed to be here at all. It was something work-related, and they gave <laughs> us, like, the the club sent us like a boring coach for the no one listened to him. <laughs> no one was like, yeah, he's you know sober at training, trying to make us yeah. run drills, yeah. stuff like that. Like <laughs> you know what are you talking? Yeah, about, he didn't
2: mate? drop the shoulder into <laughs> my neck. <laughs> like,
1: yeah. No. So that was uh, you know. Uh, yeah. That you know Noel should be happy that they're yelling at her just like that and not getting drunk before training and yeah, having, hacking her. That's true. Heels.
0: You ever you ever try and look up what Fogle's doing these days?
1: <laughs> no, never have. hadn't thought about it till this very moment, actually. Mm. Maybe, maybe he's listening. Yeah, I hope Fergal's listening. Yeah, look, I,
0: I'm, I'm super impressed with the patience of pretty much every coach my children have had so far. Mm. And I, I, yeah, I never had any impatient or uh, like loose in the kind of temper department coaches growing up either. I think the only Time I did was the one and only time that I uh, went to get coached at some tennis. Hmm. Um, and it was so it was the first one, and there was a bunch of kids there. Was it Demir? Well,
1: Demir S. <laughs> my favorite dad, oh, my favorite Australian dad. Oh, really? Demir Dokic. Yeah. I was, you guys had brought him up. That was great. Love Demir Dockage. Yeah, Go on, Stu.
0: Yeah. The- <laughs> Monty's favourite Australian dad, yeah, Demir Dokic.
2: I love Demir Dokic. He's a worrying thing. <laughs> He's great. might have a word to Linty. Yeah, probably. Yeah.
1: <laughs> she doesn't know who Demir Dokic is. We're fine. Right.
0: Well, she's outdating you in that department then, because. <laughs> Just show her a picture and yeah that like. kind
1: of yeah him, no. she'll know yeah you need a picture of <laughs> uh, him and that... the daughter and then you're like you oh, yeah,
0: get it all. yeah isn't that brian blessed <laughs> um
1: <laughs> obscure i don't know i i
3: had a terrible coach my worst coach is actually my best friend's dad Ooh. and that was in like under eight soccer and i was, and at that stage it wasn't graded or anything like that and we had a pretty you know for under aids we had a good team and i was rubbish but st- Still, I was completely like humiliated on a week on week basis. Mm. So, and that's something which has stuck with me. And the fact that I
0: never won, not once
3: in the entire season, did I win the McDonald's
2: award.
0: Damn it! Ah, oh. well, that was that was in the days before they rotated it through the players to make everyone. No, no,
2: beat. I don't think so. I think that uh, I think they. I think everyone rotated I think it was through when I was
0: playing. Like, seriously, we used to have we used to have under. Just in human. Sub in
3: for our team. Well, this is how it felt. We had under six kids come sub in for our team, like for a few minutes, and they were winning this bloody McDonald's award. I was there <laughs> week in, week out, doing the hard yards of training, still turning up, and never won the McDonald's Award for the entire season. Jeez. That was pretty oh, it was wow. pretty that was pretty good. That's that's and that's that's stuck in my craw
2: we we didn't get back to Buckland being coached by yeah. Demir Doct. Sorry,
0: Buckland. Sorry, Buckland. Yeah. I'm completely yeah. but, embarrassed. No, that's okay. That's okay. That's okay. Yeah, yeah. Sometimes when when these things bubble up, you have got to let them we out. Went on, that's fine. We <laughs> wanted a Demir cul-de-sac, and we got <laughs> yeah. That's <right. laughs> uh,
2: Humiliation in in uh, youth sports. Yeah.
0: yeah. So it was the first. It was the first lesson, and there was a group of us, early teens. Maybe not even early teens, which makes it creepier. Maybe just pre-teen. Um, boys and girls, and this, you know, fat middle-aged tennis coach who um, was spending a lot of time flirting with the oh. the um young girls, unfortunately, and um, I accidentally uh, sconned him on the back of the head with a tennis ball.
1: <laughs> <Nice>.
0: <laughs> he came up to me and bent over and kind of basically grabbed the front of my shirt. And did that, uh, you know, that low growl that we were talking about in a previous oh, episode yeah. when Putting you teeth together, yep, teeth together, and I'm talking like this going, You ever do that again? You <laughs> basically threatening me. <laughs> um, Jesus. so I, I, I assume because I made him look a bit of a goose in front of all the 11 year olds he was trying to impress. So, Ooh. um, yeah, that was, uh, a very unsavoury, very creepy, and I didn't go back. And I've pretty much not liked tennis since then.
2: All <laughs> right. Okay. Well, we're uncovering a bit, aren't we? Yeah. I
0: don't know if I liked tennis at the time. To be to be honest, I kind of. I think my parents were trying to get me to do anything but rugby league. <laughs>
1: so I, I it was- Thumbs very- up again. Yeah, I remember. Your parents really didn't want you to play league, did they? This was. In- Why would you? It's a maniac sport. <laughs> Why would you want your kids playing that?
2: Yeah, we played at school all the time. Like ridiculous injuries would happen, just even at lunchtime. It yeah. was
0: outrageous. Absolutely, I I spear tackled somebody and they landed on their head. I could have broken his fucking neck.
2: Yeah, I, I crushed the tendons in my arm and and had to go to physio so I could straighten that. Wow, I'll never forget but,
3: the time Buckland coming off the field after a big oh, hit. Yeah, a big hit. Well, that was <laughs> and he was taking. This was before the this was before the concussion rules and everything.
2: <laughs> yeah. yeah, he did not know where he was and after. He no ran. idea.
0: But that <laughs> no was in idea. a. That was in an actual game we were talking that, about. That was an organized game, like Who's you know, that there? was
2: that wasn't that
3: was a
0: lunchtime <laughs> game. Yeah, yeah. We were talking about a lunchtime game where we often yeah. play in the middle of the basketball court while people are trying <gasps> to play basketball.
2: Basketball, basketball yeah, it. straight across yeah. the middle. Yeah, broken arms, collarbones, all kinds of stupid stuff. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah it's a good sport. Get into it. Get into <laughs> it, in youngins.
0: Yes. So, um,
2: but I, I, I don't. I remember. I mean, this isn't a this isn't a bad coach lesson, but I, it, I hadn't thought about this for 20-odd years, but a, a good dad lesson was when I, I played rep cricket when I was 15, and I didn't enjoy it. Like, I think or maybe I played too much cricket that year, if that's possible, and I, I was over it by the end of the season, and I really didn't enjoy the rep cricket. It was too serious, and... Mm the coach was took it way too serious and i just didn't like it so i remember talking to my dad and saying i'm i do not think i'll even try out for rep cricket next year and he was like fair enough uh you call the coach and you tell him that and Whoa. I was like, what and he was like no you you're like you know 16 you call him and uh, explain it to him and i was like okay and i did i, I rang like this Fifteen year old rang a grown man and said, Yeah, I don't want to play reps next year and here's why. Hmm. And I was like, at the time, I was like, What the hell? That was hardcore. But looking back, I'm like, that's pretty good. Yeah. You don't get your dad to ring up and go, my son's not gonna play.
0: Yeah. That's
2: weird. Maybe he was trying to call my bluff.
0: Oh right. Did you did you think that the coach would like start firing up at you?
2: I don't know, like you're 15, you just think every adult's going to fire up at you maybe, I don't know.
1: How often do you ring an adult when you're 15? Oh, That's
0: true like,
2: enough. To isn't? let
1: them down too, to tell them you won't be back to whatever it is there. Yeah,
2: yeah I don't think I was letting him down that much really. No, yeah. I think I didn't bowl and I batted it at eight or something. Oh, it said, yeah, too, he was going to say, oh, what?
0: what, we won't get you know three sn- snicks through the slips?
2: And- <laughs> That's right, yeah. Yeah, get one away. Um, <laughs> yeah. yeah, we're really going to miss that.
0: Anything else on the sports stuff?
2: Um, well, the, the last thing I just wanted to say was like you were talking about like the the adults who, are meant, for want of a better term, meant to shout at you, hmm. was the 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 Violet's coach. Like she she is seventeen and um, learning to be a coach. That's what I, I said to Violet. She was like she's always angry and shouting, and I said, yeah, but she is also seventeen and she's actually learning how to be a coach as well. Yeah. And my, and and my yeah again, my wife was like, oh, like it's. Violet seemed pretty upset about that. I said, I don't think she was. But anyway, um, of course, like the next week, what happened? They all played harder because they were, you know, in part afraid that she was going to be angry at them. Yeah. And they all played harder. And she said, oh, everyone played well. Great. Good job. And she was like, oh, it's great. Yeah, that was good. That was a good game. We all... So it's one of those things of uh, do we not shout at our children enough? Undoubtedly, no. <laughs> I don't think that's the issue. <laughs> But in, a, in kind of you're playing competitive sport, it's a, it's a very fine line Yeah. that you want to teach, the, you want your kids to learn that that's going to happen and that's actually an important part of <laughs> the way a good to, coach makes you not want to let them down. Like the way to get them
1: over true. that fine line is to yell at them. <laughs> <Right>? But <laughs> it is, it is, so is, is shouting the
0: new flogging though? Like uh, are today's kids uh, as wary of being shouted at as we were, you know, cop and
2: Oh, from a coach. I don't know if I ever. Oh, I don't know. just a yeah, no, coach. You know, an
0: authority figure in general, parent or whatever, you know. Hmm. That's,
2: well, that's probably true. I mean, yeah. in terms of parenting, yes, I'd say so from when mm. I was a kid.
1: Where, where are we headed? If we used to hit children in, in figures of authority and now we're no. scared to yell at them, withering glances. Is the future ruled by children? like are they no 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 just i
2: don't think we're i don't think we're afraid to shout at ch- i don't think the shouting at children's ever going away good because the good. shouting at children's <laughs> rarely premeditated and no. you know and you know sometimes a whole lot of fun
0: well <laughs> all right on that note um
2: no one's going with me there oh, okay <laughs> uh,
0: thank you very much gentlemen um I don't know if we've helped Monty or anyone there. What thoughts?
1: It's more full of anecdotes this evening and opinions, but that's yeah, fine. that's okay.
0: But, anecd- but it's through stories that mankind has learnt for hundreds and thousands of years. The stories of the elders.
2: Would it really um, help if we knew what this app was that helped us you know track the I'll
1: find out the name planes. I'll find out the name and bring it to you all next mm-hmm. week. sky tracker. That's our learn
0: learning moment of this <laughs> of this episode. Uh, get that app dad on. Thanks everybody. Cheers. Cheers.
1: And then the same company has come out with a um, internet-controlled anal plug of some sort. Oh, I'm like, my. this is just asking for it, isn't it? Asking for it. Ah. Asking.
0: Um, nice. I'm glad I'm still recording that.
1: That is good.